The Jericho Network on Westwood One. Hello, this is Simone from Epica, and you're listening to One on One with Mitch Lafon. Rock on. This is One on One with Mitch Lafon, the podcast where the rockers talk, part of the Talking Metal Digital Podcasting Network. Now, here's your host, Mitch Lafon. Welcome to One on One with Mitch Lafon. Joining me on this episode, it is Dawkin bassist Jeff Pilsen. Yes, it feels great to be able to say that once again. He is, of course, also in Foreigner, a great addition to that band. Please check me out on Twitter at Mitch Lafon, M-I-T-C-H-L-A-F-O-N, Facebook, One on One, Mitch Lafon, and PayPal.me forward slash Mitch Lafon. Before checking out the episode with Jeff Pilsen, just a quick heads up. In the first minute of the audio, there's a couple of clicks on the source tape. Nothing I could do about that. Doesn't distract from the interview. And with that, here is the one, the only, Jeff Pilsen. We are speaking with Jeff Pilsen of Foreigner and, of course, now of Dawkin. And, of course, Jeff, we have spoken about the possibility of a Dawkin reunion for, for many, many years. I think fans have been... <laughs> Demanding it, and not so long ago, I interviewed Mick Brown about his solo band, and he started revealing things about these Japanese dates. And of course, this was before anybody knew anything of it. And mm -hmm. he said, "Well, naughty, listen, naughty Mick, <laughs> yeah, naughty, naughty Mick, right?" Which, but it's okay. I mean, you know, yeah, of course, it, of course. I'm kidding. <laughs> it came out in due time, but he yeah, yeah. he said, you know, everybody picked up on the fact that he said we're doing it for the money and. Myself, I've never understood why that's a criticism because, you know, when the teacher shows up to school in the morning, it's for the money. When the policeman shows up to the police station in the morning, it's for the money. I mean, we, we all work for the money. None of us go to work and go, wow, as long as they pat me on the back when I'm done, I'm good. Well, no, it's not yeah. there, right? Right, right. Well, I, I get that. But, but, but at the same time, you know, this is entertainment. This, right. is, uh, this is art. Um, I think people and even artists themselves don't want to think that they do it just for the money. Um, you know, people know that we have a, we have a fairly privileged life doing this and to think that we do it just for the money kind of, kind of brings up a bad picture in your mind. Uh, but the, the truth is, I, I think, um, you know, I've, I've spoken with Mick since this all happened and, you know, I think at the time, I think that's how Mick was honestly feeling like the only reason he wanted to do it was for the money. Um, but I've spoken with him since and, and now he's excited and now he gets the musical possibilities and the fact that we have a chance to kind of go out and kind of prove ourselves again as a band, um, that excites him too. Um, for me, it was never just about the money. Um, you know, the money is a good thing and listen, there's no secret. We are being well paid for this. And of course it's a huge incentive. Just like, like you say, you know, a cop isn't going to be a cop for free. But a cop also probably loves his gig. And, and you know, the thing is, I do love music and I do love Doc. And even though we were a troubled band in, in so many ways, um, you know, I, I'm very proud of what we've done. And I'm and the chance to, to do it all again and and maybe do it right this time uh, is very exciting to me. And the fact that it worked out so well with my foreigner schedule uh, just makes it all the more better. And it made it impossible to say no for me. So so like I say, the money's nice. Um, of course it's nice, but, uh, you know, I think as artists, as entertainers, um, I think we also take it very seriously that we want to go out and really prove that there's something there about Doc. And there's a reason why 30 plus years later, people want to see it again. And I'm just excited to get a chance to do that. Yeah. So, so let's, let's look at the positive uh, aspects. What is it about these four guys 
that make fans excited, that makes a promoter in Japan say, yeah, I'm going to fork out this amount of money. What is it about you and George and Mick and Don? Because there were other versions before you guys and after. Sure. Right. But what, why you for? Well, you know, I mean, there's there's probably a lot of reasons for that. Um, you know, one, we were the band that came out with those those classic songs, and the nostalgia associated with Dokken is associated with us. I mean, that's certainly true. But at the same time, you know, about, I don't know when it was, five, six years ago, um, we got up on stage together somewhere uh, in Orange County in California when we were, this one was when we were kind of first talking reunions, and George and I got up and played with Don and Mick, and the four of us, you know, played a couple songs together. And you know what? As soon as we got up there, I'll be damned if there wasn't some kind of magic going. There is a chemistry about the four of us that is pretty unmistakable to me. Um, and, you know, that chemistry did result in the songs that I think people know us for. And there is something about it. I mean, chem- no one can explain chemistry or else, you know, they would be very, very wealthy. <laughs> um, chemistry is just something that happens. And, uh, I think we had that chemistry, you know, for whatever reason we had it. I mean, Don does have some, you know, he's had some great versions of Dokken in recent years. And I'm not saying they don't have chemistry. They probably do. It's just there was something about our unique chemistry that that seemed to create the music that we did and that people really could resonate with. And and I guess that's why we're still in demand. Yeah. And and listen, Don has had some great versions of the band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple, you know. Yeah, and, and just like, you know, Kiss has was great with Bruce Kulik and Eric Singer, there's just something about Ace Fraley being in the band. And that's sort of like yeah. how it is with George and how it is with you. Um, yeah. You know, the interviews that have come out since the reunion um, announcement <laughs> have been, you know, we talked about money, but have also been – uh, Don and George aren't getting along. So, what? Where are we in terms of everybody getting along and uh, people? Okay, yeah, I, I I heard that too. Well, yeah. you know what? The truth is, and I'll be honest with you. You know, in putting this thing together, there were some old wounds that opened up. Um, and you know, I I think that's bound to happen. I mean, we're all pretty passionate dudes. We're all pretty sensitive dudes, you know. And um, So I think there were some old wounds that opened up, but I think it gave us an opportunity to try and clear the air a little bit. I don't know if it's 100 percent clear, but I think it's at a position where we're all in agreement that, you know what, it's about the fans. Let's just go out there and kick some butt. Let's try and have fun because that's something Dokken wasn't always fun. And and I'm certainly bound and determined. And, you know, I just saw George the other day. I know he's bound and determined. And through emails, I know Don is bound and determined to have some fun with this. So, um uh, I think we're at a point now where, you know, sure, some stuff happened, but you know what? That's not a big deal. I think with Dokken, we just have this habit of ha- airing our dirty laundry more so than other bands. I don't think – I mean, yes, we've always had some 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 conflict or whatever, but I don't think we ever had that much more than most bands. We just happened to air the dirty laundry quicker, and I don't know why that is. It's just part of our nuttiness, I guess. Yeah, sometimes I wonder who's going to air more dirty laundry, the guys in Rat or the guys in Dawkin. <laughs> there no. seems to be this competition, but but okay, yeah. but <laughs> right, but as we get older and older, isn't there an age where where past transgressions just get forgotten or or excused? I mean, is it always I mean, well, you know, yeah. I mean, I you know what? Honestly, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I think we were all thinking that that was more so the case than perhaps it is. Okay. Um, I think what happens is these things 
you know, they can't help but kind of come up when you're with those same people again. Now, but I don't want to make a big deal out of it because again, it wasn't, it wasn't that huge a thing. Um, it's, it's fine. Um, but, uh, certainly a lot of things I would say get healed by time, but not everything. Um, but you know what? I think it, I honestly believe it's kind of opened the door for us to kind of clear the air in a way that perhaps is very healthy for the band uh, and even us as individuals because you don't realize how much of that crap you hold in over all those years. And I think all of us held stuff in that never had a chance to resolve. And it kind of is now. So I don't want to, you know, this is actually kind of personal stuff between us, but it's all, it is being aired and it is being dealt with. And uh, I think in all honesty, it's, it's going to put us in a place where when we go out and perform, we're going to be a little more, um, a little more pure than maybe we've been in a long time. I hope. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm hoping too. Now, are these shows a sense of closure where, you know, now we can sort of move on and you can just be the guy in foreigner, not the guy who's going to do the dock and reunion in two years. And same with George, (laughs) like, is it a sense of closure for you? Um, well, you know what it could be. And if it is, I'm, I'm quite okay with that. Uh, especially if it goes well, which, you know, I'm going to do my best to make it go well. I mean, I really want us to sound good. I want us to play and sing well, and I want us to perform well. I want to do this, especially for the Japanese fans who have been so amazing to us. You know, I mean, they really have, I mean, it, it kind of, uh, it's, it just really emotionally touches me that, that this is where we're doing it. So if it is closure, that's great. I myself, I have, you know, I, I I would always probably leave the door open. I mean, for me, it's more been about timing because of the foreigner schedule, which is, as you know, crazy um, than than it has been about the old wounds. Um, but uh, I think, uh, in all honesty, uh, if it's closure, it's going to be great because um, doing it in Japan, I think, is the perfect place for Doc and to end it, if that's indeed what it is. And you know, Don has made it clear he believes it is so. And I understand he's got his version of the band and he doesn't want to really detract from that. I totally get that. And I even endorse that. So uh, if that's the case, I'm way cool with it. Um, I'm just kind of excited. We have a chance to go, you know, make one more statement rather than kind of the the ugliness that it ended on years ago. Right. And and, and it's, it's not going to end on ugliness this time. The fans are excited think, for it. There, there's going to be a so. DVD, right? So so that's and the other thing. It's been a good place for us. It really has. I mean, even in amongst turmoil, we always had great ter- tours of Japan. So, so yeah, I, I'm feeling very good about it. Yeah, and the uh, the live in, uh, what was it, live in 95 from Japan was a great, great package. I mean, that was a great package. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but okay, so let me ask you this then, because that's the other thing. Everybody says it's going to be these seven shows you're doing uh, Badlands in South Dakota or wherever it is, and then Japanese yeah. six. Is it really that emphatic of a no? I mean, if if you know well, Heavy Montreal or Wacken or somebody, one of these big festival calls and says, "Come on, leave it is from George." Um, you know, I mean, Don says it is, so I mean, I got to take him at his word. Um, uh, all I can tell you is that for me, I kind of, I would probably keep it as an open door, but, but totally respect and wouldn't argue with anybody who wanted to make an emphatic. No, it's not, it's not like we're, that's, that's one thing I guarantee you we'll never argue about. <laughs> right. Is, does, does that sort of, does that take a little bit of the shine off of it that, that they've, there's been this emphatic no out there or is, are you still very positive? No. Okay. No, for me in a way it relieves a little pressure. Um, it means, um, 
it means that it, you know, we're, it's going to be a very pure experience. And if it's a pure positive one, sure, I'd love it if something else happened somewhere down the line. Um, but, uh, but also knowing that it's the end, I think, don't you think that that's going to make you really consider taking, I mean, I'm going to be emotional that, that last bow on the last night, I'm going to be emotional. I mean, even all the crap we've been through over the years, I love these guys and, um, God, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. Um, and you know, that, that last bow is going to be, um, I, I I bet you tears come to my eyes. So, um, you know, I mean, so, Hey, that makes you appreciate things. And you know what? If you don't appreciate life and the opportunities you get, you're missing something big. So maybe this is a chance for us to kind of focus in and appreciate the gift that we had. I mean, my God, you know, we had multi-platinum or we had platinum, multiple albums that went platinum. <laughs> I'd say that. Um, and we had tremendous success and we had, um, you know, we're coming back 30 years later and people want to hear us. I mean, those are things to be really, really grateful for. And um, maybe we'll appreciate that a little bit through this. In fact, you know, you mentioned the 30 years and that the people still want to hear it. Would you have been disappointed if 30 years later fans just didn't care? Just like, you know, people went, docking on who are they? Like, had it been the opposite where people just didn't have any rise when you say the name? Would that have been sort of like, wow, I put all my heart and soul in this band and people just don't care? Wouldn't that have been awful? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Of course um, it would. I mean, you know that. I mean, I, again, I I guess I wouldn't be too shocked because it was a long time ago, and I would I would be able to handle it. But of course, I'd be disappointed. So so let's talk about more positives here. You you've been in rehearsal. You you've probably sat in the car with a CD, listening to the songs or MP3. I guess these days. How is it for you going back to those songs and relearning them? Because, you know, when you're driving around the car and you hear it on Sirius XM, you go, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. But when you actually have to relearn and go, oh, yeah, what's that part? How did I play that? How did George do? Mm-hmm. How has that experience been for you, sort of relearning or reimmersing yourselves in that catalog? Well, I know for me it's been um, really interesting because, I, I mean, it certainly makes me appreciate what we did I mean there were some really great songs you know I mean I mean I always had a lot of pride for the band even at the time and I always thought that our writing skills and our talent as a unit was you know maybe maybe even underappreciated is how I think how we felt at the time um, but uh, I'm pretty amazed that guys that were you know 30 years younger than I am now came up with this material uh, that's pretty impressive um, and it's it's so funny. Uh, George came over the other day and, uh, you know, we're going to try and work up a couple songs acoustically for our set in South Dakota. And we were doing that. And wow. To, I mean, we broke it down. We did we did the songs Heaven Sent. You remember that? I should, probably shouldn't be spoiling that. But anyways, um, right. we did that. But I remember we that did, song. Yeah, we, we in fact, did that tell me song. the entire set list just right now. <laughs> oh, sure. um, but we did that song acoustically and. Hearing George play on that now, and I mean, it was giving goosebumps. I, w- I was just, it was unbelievable. Uh, hearing him, you know, music that he wrote 30 years ago, him playing now with this soulful, expressionist sound that he was getting. It was just, it, it, was, it was, like I say, it was giving me goosebumps. And, and to hear us all play this stuff, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow my mind. I mean, it's, I'm really going to try and just appreciate it musically as much as I can because there is, there is a chemistry and there is a greatness about you know, that, that classic lineup of Dokken that I cannot argue with. And I, like I say, I just got to be appreciative of it, the music included. 
now that you have 30 years more experience, let's call it that, do you do you listen to some of the songs and say, oh, we should really change this for the live shows? Or do you want to stay faithful to as they were? Because I know as whenever you look back at what you did 30 years ago, you always go, man, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have a lot of that about the actual parts. I have had some thoughts of like, oh, we could do a little breakdown here. We could do a little thing. You know, I mean, just arrangement ideas that might help in the live performance. Sure, I've, I've had a few of those. Um, but you know what? I'm actually, as far as the, the parts themselves and, and the structure of the songs, I'm pretty impressed. They, I think they hold up rather well, which is amazing. Right. So you're going to so you're going to stay faithful to that. Now, uh, the other thing that's come out is you're working on a song or songs that you're mm -hmm. going to perform live. Uh, talk to me about that in terms of making new material. Are you doing this one new song or is it two new songs or is it three new songs? Like it's one so far. OK. And um, and actually, I don't know. I mean, there there is a little bit of a um, we, we are trying to figure out exactly how we want to do it. Um, it's a song that uh, George and I wrote the music for several weeks ago, and we've now sent it out for lyrics. And so, and actually Don and I are getting together, uh, next Tuesday and we're going to start hammering it out. So, and hopefully he's got some ideas and we'll see where it goes from there. But, um, but I, I'm not sure, uh, I, myself, I'm of the feeling that we should, uh, we should do a studio version of it because number one, I got a great studio, so, you know, why not use it? Um, and uh, make that an, a, a bonus for the DVD and then spend our time rehearsing uh, the old material. Uh, I think Don has been saying in interviews something about debuting it live at the show in South Dakota. And I'm, I don't know if that's I, I myself don't think that's necessarily the best way of doing it. So, you know, we have to decide that. Yeah, we've, we, we haven't been in a room together in several months. So, uh, you know, we have a lot of discussing to do. Um, but uh, I'm sure we'll we'll do something great, whatever it is. And I'm. I'm confident the song's going to come out really great, and uh, um, you, you'll hear it somehow on the package. It'll either be a live version from South Dakota, or it will be um, a studio version that we do, which I'm kind of hoping for because I think the studio version we could we could really make it special. So we'll see. But uh, either way, yes, there's a new song, um, and I'm pretty damn confident it's going to be great. It's very Dockney sounding. Well, very. I'll tell you what, as a fan, I'm saying go for the triple header. Do the live version, do the studio version, do an acoustic version. Just hit every bass. <laughs> and how much time do we have? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't care. Just get hit every bass. <laughs> we, 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 unfortunately, we just don't have the time. Right. Um, you know, we, there's only limited days of rehearsal. So that's, that's kind of my thinking on that. Sure. I mean, uh, if we had the time, I'd love to do all those bases. But, but uh, right now, um, whatever it is, let's get the song written first and then we'll see. So, so let me ask you about that. When you write this one song, do you think to yourselves, okay, we have to make a 1987 Dawkins song with the hooks and the this and the chorus? Or do you say, no, this is what we are in 2016, and had, had we been together, this is the song of the songs from the albums. that we, You know, this is what we would sound like today. Wow. Well, that is the million-dollar question. Right. Um, and, you know, it's funny because uh, George and I, we sat down for, you know, a couple of hours before this particular idea came out because we were trying different things. And and finally, I think after just playing for a couple hours, we went into kind of like almost like muscle memory about how we used to work. And George played a little something and it sparked the whole thing. And it's like, boom, boom, boom. And, and it was very it, 
it just again it's almost like muscle memory it just sounded really dockany so we we kind of just went down that path as if we were writing a docking song 30 years ago only we were now and we were right. you know with right. today's mind in it um so it wasn't forced see that was the thing we spent a couple hours i think trying to force some things and that didn't really work when this one kind of flowed out um then it just started it just started going and we started just you know, bouncing off of each other. And, uh, before you knew it, we had a song and it did, it sounded, it's very reminiscent to me of later eighties docking. Um, uh, a tiny bit of lynch mob in there too. There's kind of the, the, the main riff has got a kind of lynch mobby heaviness to it. That's pretty cool. That could, that could also work with doc or that works, I think would work with docking, but, um, you know how George got a little nastier when he got in the lynch mob and this riff is just a little bit nastier than maybe later, later eighties docking. Oh, I, I like the sound. Oh, well, I like the sound. Whoa. I like the sounds of that. So, uh, in in terms of working with George and Mick, because you've you've done that other project with them, mm-hmm. are you are you still going to do anything else with them outside of Dawkins? I mean, is it is it you know you guys in this band with Don or nothing, or do you still see yourself doing that side? What was it called again? TNT, I believe it was, right? TNN. <laughs> TNN. Um, TNT. Um, no, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm not, not this year. We've, we've already talked about that. We're not, we wouldn't do that this year. George and I had been approached to do another TNN record and, uh, we both decided, well, we shouldn't do it this year because we're doing the docking record and, and, and plus I'm going to be doing a warrant record in December and January, which is my time off. So that kind of, you know, that kind of takes away the time for that. Um, so hopefully finishing up whatever we need to do on the DVD for Dokken and the warrant record is going to take all my time, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, you know, I, I don't know if Dokken would ever do a whole other live, re- uh, uh, I'm sorry, a whole other studio record again. And if that's not to be the case, um, then I can't imagine us not doing another TNN record somewhere because uh, somewhere down the line, because number one, we love working together. Number two, we actually have six or seven songs cut with Mick, um, of the Dokken covers from that we cut a couple years ago, and they're they're great. Actually, one of them is when Heaven comes down with Mick Brown singing it. It's frigging amazing. I mean, his his he, people need to hear his singing voice. It's really great. Um, and um, and you know, George and I love to work together, and we love to write, and we love to play with Mick. So why wouldn't we do that somewhere down the line if a Dokken record never happens? So right. uh, sure, I can see it somewhere down the line, just not this year. And, and before we, we 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 give up on this here, or or, or say goodbye, I should say. Um, where do we see our, where, where, let me try that again. Where are you, where are you in terms of foreigners? So there's, they're still touring right now. What's the next step with the, that band? The next step with foreigner is more touring. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we have the 40th anniversary next year. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a full on headlining tour planned for the summer. You know, a big old live nation event. That's going to be great. Um, and, uh, we're, we have a couple of other projects that I cannot announce yet, but one of them that's going to be happening in the spring is so exciting. I could, I could almost wet my pants. <laughs> Just tell oh, you that. I can't wait. I can't wait. And, and, um, there's some really cool stuff coming. We've done some recording already with foreigner for, uh, for recordings that are going to be coming out sometime next year. So there's going to be new recordings. There's going to be uh, this very exciting pant wedding project that I just told you about. Um, and then there's going to be this major, wonderful headlining tour. Uh, so there's a lot of foreigner for next year. Um, it's going to be a very busy, a very cool year for us. And, uh, I'm excited about that as well. Yeah. And, and, and that band with, uh, 
it's just great. It's just a great band live. I, I love seeing the current Foreigner lineup live because uh, Kelly Hansen is best frontman rock right now. I really believe it. I uh, really honestly believe it. You know, I, I'm 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 gonna have to agree because you just hear these songs and you see him get the crowd moving. Yes. It, Who it, else it, sings that well and gets a crowd going that well? No one, not on that level. No. I really, I mean, I, listen, I'm not, I'm sure I'm biased, but, but I mean, I just honestly believe that. I think he's the best front man out there right now. And it just makes the band great every night. I mean, he does not have a bad vocal night and it's just amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really proud of him that, involved in that. And, and honestly, uh, if you had picked or Mick had picked any other singer, I don't think foreigner would be at the level they are right now and that's no disrespect to you or anybody who's playing with them no, i just I, think I, I couldn't agree with you more yeah. i really couldn't yeah. because i mean <laughs> it's not about the bass player <laughs> you know what I mean? so it's no offense taken um uh, no but you you've know, been very integral i mean let, let's not uh, let's not minimize I'm, your contribution yeah, you, i'm not i'm not but, i mean i i i, I certainly feel like I, I get my my just desserts with that one yes. um but uh but really i i do think that kelly is is the main reason why it's worked so well for so long um and why we continue to be able to do as well as we do it's it's a great thing and uh yeah i mean you know we we do have a really great unit right now i mean everybody gets along great the the way we all listen to each other work off one another um it's it's pretty awe-inspiring and we talk about it every day we say wow man we're lucky this is a this is a great band in a great situation playing these great songs um so yeah i mean there's there's a lot to be grateful for there but um but yeah i mean uh it just keeps on rolling down the road doesn't yeah, it that's it really the, does that's so between yeah. the Dawkins shows the warrant record and of course foreigner um hey <laughs> <laughs> busy guy, busy, busy guy. I'll sleep when I'm dead, okay? <laughs> yeah, and as a fan, I got to say, uh, it's great news because I know Warren's going to make a great record either way, but I know with you, it's just going to be extra great, and the docking well, is going to be fantastic, and Foreigner, listen, it's it's, it's fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, triple header. you have to try and screw up Foreigner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can't, you can't. Uh, always a pleasure, Jeff. Absolutely oh, always a pleasure. Me too, man. Thank you. And, um, um, yeah. Awesome. Well, listen, I, I couldn't be more appreciative and, and Mitch, thank you for your part in all this because, uh, this, the rollout was a little bit rocky with, with the whole docking thing, but I mean, I think you've <laughs> helped smooth things over and, um, you know, uh, you know, when you get a bunch of guys who tend to be a little too honest, sometimes <laughs> it can get nutty, but you know what? It's like I say, it's just cause we're, we're nutty, but we're passionate. And, um, yeah, and, and, we, uh, and I really don't think Mick said anything that offensive. I just don't understand why the internet and fans got all – it's like, dude, you, you know, when you go to Dunkin' Donuts and you're the cashier, you showed up for the cash that day. We yeah. all do that. Well, it's, it's not offensive. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they also want to know that we, that we have our, our hearts in the right place. And, I think you do. And I honestly feel, you know, as, as, as wacky a band as Dockin' can be, uh, I, I really feel like we do have – I mean, I know I've been spending a lot of time with George. I know George is going to go out there and play amazing. He's going to make your jaw drop. And and that's that's really amazing. He's in a, a great headspace for this. Um, I haven't been around Don that much, but I know Don is very determined that we leave on a, on a positive note. So 
And Mick is, Mick is always great. Mick is one of the most consistent guys you'll ever meet. So I know we're going to go out there and we're going to, we're going to do something. I just, I want it to be special. Um, I think it will be. And, um, you know, so I, and I do want people to understand that, you know, as much as we are getting paid, we're, we're, we're we're out there and we're going to, we're going to give you your money's worth. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, and, and if, and if George and Don can hug on the last night, yay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that'll, be, that'll, be, that'll be even better. There you yes. go. There you go. Well, Mary thank C- you, Mitch. And there you have it, folks. My interview with Dawkin bassist Jeff Pilson, of course, also of Foreigner. Please check me out on Twitter at Mitch Lafon, M-I-T-C-H-L-A-F-O-N, Facebook one-on-one Mitch Lafon, and paypal.me forward slash Mitch Lafon, should you care to contribute to the ongoing success of this podcast. That's it, folks. Bye for now. Oh, my.